Welcome to the Master Channel Podcast. I'm Dmitrievna, a Berlin-based music producer, live performer, and an avid supporter of Eastern European culture. Each week, I'll be talking to an interesting musician or a producer on the path to their creative mastery so that you can get inspired for your own journey. Are you ready? Here we go. Hi there, thank you so much for being here. It means a lot to me. I'm really excited to get the show started. My goal is to create a no bullshit platform for artists where we all can get real about our experiences and learn from each other. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of the Master Channel. Today we have quite a mysterious guest, Padelis aka DJ Loser. He's a techno producer and DJ based in Thessaloniki, Greece, and he's a part of a local crew called Life Adult Entertainment. My previous guest, Drum, has recommended me to check out DJ Loser and the whole crew since he believes that they are a part of a brand new and very special move- movement within, within electronic music. But we're going to find out about that later. So, hi, Padelis, welcome to the show. Hey there, thank you very much for letting me be here and express myself. It was good to know that uh, people like Drum respect what we do and really nice of you of letting me uh, talk in uh, my, sp- my perspective. Awesome. So let's begin with a brief introduction. How and when and why did you start making music? All right. Um, it was about like uh, seven or eight years ago. After I just finished high school, uh, I was in need of some sounds that I thought it was missing, some uh, kind of movements in the electronic scene that uh, was kind of dead by uh, my era, my years, you know. And uh, I kind of I got the idea that uh, maybe I should be the one that starts doing uh, stuff that uh, I would be pleased of hearing in the first place. But uh, mm-hmm. everything started after, uh, after I finished school. I just, uh, my, my need to create something uh, just got bigger and kind of my main goal. So... Um how did you get into production in general? Like, when, when was the moment that you were like, okay, I'm gonna sit down with my computer or whatever and I'm gonna make something? I'm a software uh, user. I have only my laptop, no money for hardware or anything. Mm-hmm. Same situation here. <laughs> and basically, I just uh, believe the idea that, yeah, yeah, I should try it out. And I downloaded a uh, software. <laughs> And was actually really out of the map uh, about everything, you know, didn't know how to make the samples, make sounds or anything in the beginning. And so I spent like uh, one year and a half learning the software by my way. Uh, Something I think that uh, works for my favor uh, at the moment. Uh And uh, after one year just uh, messing around with sounds, uh, feeling free uh, and uh, trying to get the sense of what I want to make before I starting, uh, before I, I start making an alias or something. Mm-hmm. It was all this whole uh, kind of exercise made. Uh, after that, I just got the idea that uh, I should work on a project that happens to be DJ Loser, uh, that should focus more on uh, giving the message clear through sound and the whole uh, project has perspectives like uh, image directives or then alias itself, the name, should be something that doesn't boost your uh, creation, your work. Uh, it's better to look lame and make someone believe that you do something well than 
making people believe you're cool and so they will respect your uh, work uh, because of a different way of approaching it, not because they realize what you wanted to say, what you felt, but just because they, it's cool to, to know what's up you're doing, you know. I think that Detail Loser is a project that uh, in the first uh, approach it gives you the sense that oh, this guy may be, be a troller or a guy that doesn't know what he's doing and that was one of my goals. Mm-hmm. To be uh, not ego boosted by myself here. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, I, DJ Speedstick was talking about the same thing that he feels like. Um, I think he said that if you if you look like you don't give a fuck, people are more attracted to what you do than when you. Uh, it has a, this uh, issue has a is a big issue at the moment. I think that. Uh, people doesn't approach music with uh, the right criteria, you know, not about the music trip itself. So do you, do you think that like social media plays a big role in all of that? Of course it does, because uh, it gives you the opportunity to be something more in your uh, digital social life or whatever. But um, I think the bigger problem behind that is that uh, somewhere... Uh, in the progress, people lost the, the, the true meaning of clubbing. Uh, the, the, we put uh, many big tags uh, in the name of clubbing. And in my mind, it became something like a science, you know, something that has specific ways of doing. Uh, and I just think people are kind of motivated to do what they see happening. And mm-hmm. I kind of blame the scene more than the internet itself because to be to be more honest, uh, inside the internet community, I find more uh, unique individuals and individual uh, creations rather than the music scenes uh, itself. So tell me more about how it is in Thessaloniki and what is what is your crew like and how did you get to know all those people? The main uh, guy behind uh, live adult entertainment is uh, Crime Unit or uh, Internet Master as he is now on SoundCloud or whatever. He has many projects and he's a guy I used to know since uh, school. Uh, We've been together uh, since then doing uh, being real friends I I think. And we kind of have the same uh, root in the music. Uh, We are the same age and uh, we wanted the same things happening uh, and actually I learned uh, many things from him. He's kind of like my mentor in many stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually got the idea to creating live adult entertainment alongside Nikos and uh, Fanis, who is Penelope's fiance. Uh, mostly because uh, we got the idea that something was missing. Uh, that's... Uh, how could I say it right? Uh, we got the idea that... Me- mon- me- most labels were releasing stuff uh, according to what should be released, released in the specific uh, time and era. Uh, we just want to release stuff that's out of time and space in order to boost the idea that music itself is something irrelevant with all stuff like that. And if it's good, it should pass and we should make use of it, like uh, feeling and playing it around. So you had the idea to create something that's more organic and just you just put stuff out there that you know is moment momentary and you don't care about how you're marketing it and that's great that, that got created out of pure intention of having fun with it 
and uh, not giving uh, an actual uh, <coughs> sorry a any benefit behind that for us you know it's not a we don't really stuff for money or uh, it's just made in order to be made we just want that happened and uh, fill them for ourselves in the first uh, page and everything comes afterwards it's kind of started like uh, something for our crew only but it's so I'm glad that I see people uh, having the same uh, needs with us that uh, they want the music uh, seem to change in a way that's more random and uh, more everyday if I could say it like that something mm -hmm. that's not so uh, wow to happen or not uh, it doesn't need to get paid uh, or anything it's just for people to communicate change ideas and express themselves in an individually special uh, form I mean I've been recommended um, your music by Drum, and I think also DJ Spitzik was talking about you. Why do you think that um, your music resonates like really far away in the US? Um, mostly because of my uh, of the way I work a lot around the lo-fi aesthetics or how I used to do most of the times. It's uh, it, it reminds me as well. Uh, uh, mostly 80s or 90s uh, American uh, stuff in general, rather than European ones. Because uh, I tended to listen to mostly American uh, music while growing up, uh, rather than European electronic stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that uh, happens out of my... of what happened to uh, make a huge impact in, for me in my life. Like American electronics is a huge impact for me. Well, DJ Spitzik was talking about this <clears throat> lo-fi music as exactly something that is more music for the normal people because it's not so edited and it's not perfectly mixed. And it's, it's really similar to what you're saying, that it's like it's more as an everyday thing. Exactly. <laughs> like uh, to create something lo-fi, uh, apart from the thing it, behind, it became so hyped uh, those last two years, and it was easy for many people uh, to get in the fabric of lo-fi just for the hype of it. Mostly all lo-fi, uh, most of them are uh, lo-fi for the wrong reason. I used to be and I'm still a, a lo-fi because uh, I just don't know how to make uh, the music sound good uh, based on the uh, music uh, criteria, you know. It's just how I feel it sounds nice, and that's it. And I think that's the good thing about lo-fi, that it gives character, it gives music strength, it makes you, it, it makes it easy, easier for you to express yourself through the uh, FX uh, progress, or etc., apart from your basic rhythms or whatever. Uh, and it adds character if you do it your way, and that's not uh, something to happen with money or things that are hard to reach from your daily life. It's easy to express through lo-fi. That's what I think. Mm. Well, Drum was also talking about that he feels that this kind of music, um, I mean, it, like what's happening both in the US and, and in Greece is sort of like a new movement. And he said he's watching um, how it evolves. And he was wondering if like one day he's going to see this appear on Resident Advisor at some point. What do you think about that? I have no clue about that. And uh, I could say that I'm not uh, an optimist one. 
so I don't have any expectation about anything never. I just do it, uh, the lighting and everything, because I feel like doing it at the moment. But if it managed to become a movement or something and reach uh, many more people, I would be very glad that happens. Uh, but it would be sad about it if people didn't get the full idea about it. So they would only take the surface, like just take the effects, but don't take like the whole philosophy. Yeah, I think that's something that happens with everything uh, in every creative uh, aspect. Whenever something uh, gets attention, you know. Uh, that's what we call hype, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like, I would prefer to be not known rather than being hyped. Mm-hmm. So it remains this character. Yeah, hype, uh, I think hype kind of ruins your vibe <laughs> or something like that. Uh, because mostly people will at- attract uh, what you're doing uh, because they want to... Uh, gain something by being close to what you're doing and not because they are uh, feeling what you want to express through what you are doing. Mm. It, beca- it gets more a social character apart from the individual feeling trip like uh, character music has for me, mm. if I uh, express myself correctly. <laughs> I always want to kind of talk about the business aspect of music it seems to me that um you know you're letting everything happen and you just see where it goes is that correct exactly yeah yeah and okay if let's say um ideally what would you want to happen for you or for your crew or for the whole lo-fi music scene ideally i would like uh this move this movement uh to be alive, uh, literally, in my town, because no one knows about us in our town. <laughs> and uh, the music scene here is really out of uh, what we are doing. They are really focused on uh, the EDM clubbing scene. Uh, here in Thessaloniki, there are not many people that kind of respect the electronic sound and uh, it doesn't. You doesn't get to get. Uh, you don't get the chance to express yourself many times at uh, places, gigs, festivals, or whatever. And my biggest wish to be that it would be nice to be able to live uh, in a city that I could express myself and uh, people would uh, like that. You know. So how how is the techno scene in general in um, in Greece? I mean, I know there's. In Athens, there's a lot of parties, from what I hear, that's really booming. Uh, Athens got many things going on. Uh, but uh, I'm kind of like uh, 500 uh, kilometers away from Athens. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, things here are very stable to uh, the techno clubbing scene that uh, used to happen for the last 10 years, if I can say. It's just a form of uh, having fun, some specific nights, and that's all. Uh, they don't give a, a, a bigger attention to electronic like, scene, like it's something it has to say or offer something, you know? Mm, like it's a creative outlet. Sometimes uh, I used to have uh, the electricity taken down while I was playing at the bar. Oh my god. <laughs> Because people didn't like it? Uh, there weren't many people while I was playing. It was late and uh, mostly it was my guys there, you know. 
and because we didn't spend uh, many money on booze etc and he wasn't really into what I was doing and I was being honest with myself and playing stuff that I would like to play um, after um, 50 or 20 minutes delay he just took it down and said oh night's over and that was it <laughs> yeah but uh, it's not personal I know it's the scene is based on what people want in every town in general and I tend to believe that people here doesn't want that form of uh, entertainment I would like that to be different yeah it's very hard when uh, when you're making something that there is no demand for um, I feel like yeah, I feel like it takes really long time to create that, to find other people around who are into that and like make parties and like slowly kind of build it up. Um, do you see yourself doing something like this or you just want to let it be? Without any intention of harassing anyone, you know, I just been clear now. Uh, here in Greece, people prefer to uh, being more... Uh, about themselves and not about the thing itself, you know? And uh, this uh, is kind of difficult for times to times to communicate uh, in different groups when you have different beliefs. I'm not speaking about Thessaloniki, you know? I'm not speaking about Athens at all. Uh, Athens is a different whole, it's a different thing at all. Uh, it has nothing to do with what happens here in Thessaloniki. I feel that uh, we doesn't want we don't want to have new things happening or fresh stuff happening because uh, music's electronic music scene became something like a good business that you know it has its character and people here know it by this way and these standards and some people make money out of it and it's uh, an everyday way of surviving for some places or sort of and they are afraid of uh, actually playing music instead of playing what uh, should be played there in order to, to gain specific money. That is so similar to what DJ Spisek was saying about, um, you know, like, like that there's almost no like good clubs in the US that you can count like one or two. Yeah, I was kind of like, whoa, when I first heard that. I thought that things were in the US was pretty different from Thessaloniki, but uh, Spitzig told me the same and it's kind of similar, you know? Yeah, yeah, he was saying that people are just afraid or like they want to be sure they're going to get their money. So they're, they're making nights where, you know, it's like it's music for the masses. Exactly, yeah. The music for the masses is something that was missing from what I was saying. I wonder what, um, you know, because I know that like in Berlin, obviously there's like so many things happening and also in Prague, like I'm from the Czech Republic, in Prague the music scene is developing so quickly. There's so many new clubs and festivals happening with like really great lineups. Yeah, and Europe is pretty alive I... on uh, this stuff. Uh, sometimes I feel, uh, I feel that... Uh, I should be more often in Europe. <laughs> yeah, well, you are in Europe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't feel like. It. <laughs> but I was, I was just thinking, you know, what makes these places different, you know, where also Amsterdam or Barcelona, where electronic music is being taken seriously and people crave for new stuff. Why is the different from other places where people? 
you know, where they don't want to risk anything like this? I really have no clue because I'm on the same page as those people in Barcelona or whenever, you know, <laughs> I feel the same. But most people here uh, feel way different about that. And I think that's mostly because, and here's where I will put some blame on uh, technology and on social media. I think that happens because the way people having fun changed or people just stopped having fun and they are just paying attention on how they will look on social media and what their digital character will look like or where he will be, what he will attend and what his whereabouts in the analog lives, uh, analog life is about, you know. Uh, they stopped really caring about the issue itself, the core of the stuff and they just want to associate with everything through a digital approach. That's for sure happening in my town. I think that's the issue here. People forgot how to have fun. That's the mm. idea I'm getting. Damn, that sounds sad. Uh, it okay. is. I just, I really, I'm not trying to make it look bigger or sadder or anything. I'm just being honest with uh, my thoughts and live adult entertainment thoughts about uh, our place and this is why we kind of represent the Saloniki as well you know we want to change that we just want to we don't want to just say fuck it and go somewhere else we really want to change that and that's why we try to uh, by tagging the Saloniki our city name or whatever trying to make uh, a movement here that's amazing so are you planning like to push and make more shows and invite people from some other places as well. Uh, yeah, that's something we're seriously thinking of and we really want to invite uh, our American friends like Spitzik, uh, Julian Andreas, Drum. But to be honest, it's so expensive for us at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and that's the only issue. Uh, we would definitely have worked out about it by now uh, if the flights weren't involved. <laughs> But sometime in the future, I think uh, it's possible to happen and it's our, in our goals, you know, maybe when the guys could come over in Europe, we would really like to make a live adult feed fit our American guys uh, party here. I think there has to be a lot of work done just locally, you know, trying to... Um, trying to get some people into it and convert some 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 EDM party goers maybe <laughs> I'm trying to do that you know uh, I have attended to many parties that I didn't have fun at playing it but I was trying to give a different perspective of a night you know uh, so I'm trying to speak to the people from different uh, points of views apart from my own many times like when I told you I, I'm trying to do what I feel it's good to happen as well uh, in the clubbing scene here, but people used to shut me down <laughs> or anything. And uh, that's something that I think is gonna change uh, if club owners start to think uh, things a little bit differently, that's all. Because uh, people's idea happens to be created uh, by what they respect. And people here are approaching the uh, electronic scene just from uh, Thessaloniki's uh, night scene point of view, you know? They're not really into it. You know what I'm thinking? Um, how is it with the local government? Because, you know, if... if um 
like electronic scene and and you know if you make like okay if you make a city attractive with the culture you know there's like more tourists coming and stuff so it's it can be a point for the government to improve on to create something very unique that can draw more people to the city have you thought about that uh that's surely uh something that maybe could help positively uh in the issue uh, mostly the idea to attract people uh, worldwide in our city and that's something that i think it's already happening with what live adult entertainment is doing you know uh we are not about do, uh, doing it whenever we are just want to do it here in the saloniki with uh so uh, i still uh, think that it's happening with what we are doing i don't think we have many other options uh, all the other options are kind of uh more connected with the uh, uh, economic sections or whatever mm. it's fundam it's I fundamental mean, to have money I just, to I change thought, it i just thought that the government could support you you know create like give you give you funding and stuff mm, government here is really something that works in its own way we are uh <laughs> i think that's not possible <laughs> Greek government is not into uh, uh, new movements or what uh, new people have to say uh, in this kind of stuff. They don't really care. And to be honest, uh, economics here are really messy and it would be nice to have uh, support from government or whatever, but it's out of the map for the time being as well. It's just a f- uh, so I think we just need to focus on the music itself and maybe music may make it happen. Hmm. Well, I wish you all the best with that. Um I'm going to I'm going to ask you the very last question. Um and it's the typical question I ask every time. Um imagine that you're just starting with the music you know it's like seven or eight years ago what advice would you give to yourself i haven't thought of that to be honest well think about it now <laughs> maybe i would say to myself that uh i should care less about uh what's right or wrong and trying to be more friendly to myself rather than other people Love will solve all our problems. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. It was very interesting to um hear your perspective on what's going on in Thessaloniki and how that ties into the worldwide lo-fi movement. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It was great for me. Forgive me for my mediocre English once again. And thank you once again for this opportunity of uh, letting my ideas get spoken out. Hey guys, I hope this episode was valuable to those of you who want to go a different route in terms of how you want to promote your music or how you want your town or city to feel like and sound like. So with that said, now you can listen to DJ Loser's Haunted Thrills. Sound and saturate! Sit